Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Welcome, guys. What's up to episode 31 of Poke Tower Podcast? I'm No Gimmicks, and you guys know I'm with my brother. Gengar Greasy, what's up? Yep, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us on uh, another episode of Poke Tower Podcast. We've got some pretty exciting stuff to talk about. Uh, I know the Devon Core section is going to be popping for sure. we got some big sleepers. Uh, the highest Pokemon sale of the week, kind of surprising, not too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys already know how we do it in the intros. You guys have to go and rate, review, and share. It's important to share, guys. We kind of got the rating and the reviewing down. We're getting a lot of those. We need more. We need more because we got to be the top. But if you guys can share it to a friend to a family member, to a distant collecting buddy, yeah. get it out there and let them know. That would really, really help us out because we are trying to hit that 10K uh, total Mm-hmm. almost made a big no-no drop oh. my phone. But I think that just about does it for the intros. That's Unless it. you got something. No, that's it, guys. Um, oh, I hope you guys are enjoying the, uh, the new TikTok series Denny is putting out. If you guys are following Gengar Greasy on TikTok. I lit TikTok on fire. Yeah, there's 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 a little rumble going. It's um, wildfire on TikTok. Yeah, so for all of our, our friendly TikTok uh, creators and content makers out there, they're in the Discord. It's all it's all fun. It's never personal. It's never personal unless you make it that way. Yeah, nothing I can do about that. <laughs> it's all in good fun, guys. Um, here at the Poke Tower, we like to be different, and that's one of my biggest frustrations lately. Is seeing everyone do the same stuff over and over and over. Um, in exchange for, uh, so, you know, a follow here or like there, you know, it's just, um, it's weird, right? So, cause I consider myself a creator and then there's people that just reproduce the same thing over and over. And it's like, is that, I don't know if that's creation. So it's just a little bit, you know, it's, it's meant to be funny too. It's supposed to be really funny. I think a add lot a little, of people got a little that. humor to it. You know yes. what I mean? Like, right. So I took, if, I took the, the thing that fits, everyone does. Yeah, yeah. If, the, if the shoe fits, you know what I mean? And it looks like a clown shoe and you laugh about it, you know? Yep. I, I took the things that everyone does and I put my own twist on it. It wasn't like I was calling names or anything like that. So if you took offense to that, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. Maybe, maybe you should make better content and then you probably wouldn't feel guilty when you watch mine. You'd be like, Hey, that's me. He's talking about me. Cause I'm not, I'm not singling out anyone. I actually don't really watch much content on TikTok. Because I'm a creator, I'm not a consumer. I make stuff, so it's never personal. But I thought it was funny, and it, it they do well. I got we got one cooking tonight, <laughs> so be ready for that. You'll probably already have seen it if I do it if I do it today, because it'll be Wednesday morning after the destruction. Yeah, after the uh, hydro bomb. So let's get in. Oh, we're yeah, we're we need to get into this. Okay, highest Pokemon sale of the week. Here we go. Let's go. All right. We're going to Vegas. Not, not, not too crazy this week. Not, not crazy, crazy contender. Not a, not big, big racks. I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but it's not uh, what we've normally seen here on the highest Pokemon sale of the week. But I think it's a pretty cool card. Absolutely. Um, well, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird because we constantly keep talking about this Pokemon, and no one's listening to us. And as a matter of fact, I made a TikTok video. That said, hey, you know, I know I've been trolling you guys the last few days with these comedy videos, but I actually make informational content on my podcast. We do it every week. We do it for like a year. 
I shared episode one yep. where we talked about the Shining Lugia <laughs> and how, dude, it is triple, it is tripled in price. We're talking about 30 episodes ago, 30 episodes ago. <laughs> we called it when no one was buying them for 20 bucks. We called it. Um, you can't, that card is five X in its raw price and it is almost three X in its eating dinner. PSA 10 price. I was eating dinner in Winslow, yeah. Arizona. And that's where I was at, yeah. Winslow, Arizona. And it was on dinner. that podcast. Yep. He told the same story on the podcast. Yep. He was like, yeah, I was eating dinner and I bought one. Yep. So, dude, it's it's amazing. Um, we've been hitting on Lugia a lot. There's all kinds of different Lugia cards that are doing well. Boy, is coming out strong. Um, and it makes sense. It makes sense. So, with that being said, to today's or this week's highest Pokemon sale of the week wasn't a very strong hit, but it is the highest sale of the week. A best offer of $30,000, right? Yeah, it wasn't that high of a hit. A best offer of $30,000 was accepted on a 2005 Lugia EX, 105 out of 115 from Unseen Forces, PSA 10. That's pretty, that's nuts. I don't even think that's a card we've covered yet. And if we have, it was like buy a raw. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Unseen, we have not done a lot of Unseen Yeah, forces. that's what I'm saying. That's that's what's really surprising here, and that's what I like a lot about the highest Pokemon sale of the week is that it's bringing in, you know, bigger money or deeper pockets into yeah. a little bit more modern cards because un- Unseen Forces is what, black and white? That's no, before that. Unseen Forces is? Yeah, it's 2005. That oh, was, it is, it is. That's like that around, is way back uh, there. That's, like, that's uh, like around the Leaf Green Fire Red era. Like that's it's, right. It's that's somewhere like, from that's there. That's like Ruby. That's like Ruby Sapphire. Yeah, it's like in that era. So, geez, that's way back there. It's way back there. Yeah, but that maybe that's a rise for the uh, Ruby Sapphire era. You know, check that's it out, out, guys. Check out Unseen Forces and see what's happening with the prices. Um, obviously, it's always a good idea to maybe there's some other bangers in the set. Yeah, there might be something beyond Lugia that you like. I don't know much about Unseen Forces, um, but it's cool. I, I I don't even think I've seen that card. Unseen Forces. I'm trying to think. Is that I'm trying to think if that's like the one with the unknown. Keep in mind. Well, 2005, 2005 was a slow year for Pokemon like that 2004 to like 2009 was some of the worst years for Pokemon. That's why that whole Sky Ridge expedition era and beyond that is so rare because Pokemon's like, nobody's buying our stuff. We don't need to make as much. That's what makes this stuff. It's not even that like the artwork is like, Oh my, this is the best stuff ever. Yes. Yeah. Most it's of just, the, there's nothing there. Most of the uh, E-series cards, <clears throat> artwork are just trash. Yeah. And here, spoiler alert. This is the same exact thing that happened to Digimon. Why is vintage Digimon so expensive? Because there's literally none of it. That's why. It's not that, you know, they're the best cards in the world and, and Digimon's the best franchise. It's literally the company was not doing great or the franchise wasn't doing great. And they're like, we're not going to make much. It's short printed. That's what short printed means. Not a lot. We were going to make a bunch of these because uh, we just couldn't, you know. Yeah, it's just basically, basically supply and demand. Supply yeah. is low, yep. so... We're not going to make as much. And people are, people are demanding it right now, yep. so people know that, hey, if I got the supply, <clears throat> I can kind of put my own price on it. You know, because there's what's out there is out there, and there's no more coming. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Crazy. Lugia. We talked about the Shining Lugia. Now we're seeing Unseen Forces. We even... What? It was Neo a while back that had a record sale, like 70000 for a first edition. Yeah. So... Yep. Lugia, and it seems like a lot of you guys are, are Lugia fans, which is cool. Um, I think, uh, you know, since we can't really grade cards with PSA, this is one of the best times to accumulate. It really is. Um, and we'll get more into that later. Uh, but yeah, check your Lugia prices. Check some of your favorite, if you have any, check your Lugias and see what's going on. 
um, and maybe look at unseen forces. There might be some some gems in there that you know we haven't talked about or anything like that. Yep. All right. I agree. All right, let's break the ice with some underrated, overrated. We got some catching up to do. Quite so I'll make bit. sure I'll blaze you guys here let's in a go. second. Hello and welcome to the Poke Tower Podcast favorite oh. gaming segment. Oh. Yeah, I know. I was trying. I was trying the you know uh, broadcaster gaming gaming voice, but underrated, overrated segment, guys. We have tons and tons and tons to knock out. <clears throat> you guys know the deal. It's two minutes on the clock. We got Denny in the hot seat. Here we go. Let's see how many we can knock out. All right, let's do this. Here we go. PSA 10, Lugia, Unseen Forces, on the line. Here we go. Two minutes, start. Where's the top? Cra- All right. Cracking packs versus keeping them sealed. Properly rated if you know what you're doing. Undervalued Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Underrated. What does that say? Tony Toys? Pass. Digimon movies. Underrated. Vimon versus Agumon. Agumon all day. Vimon's more utility, but Agumon's the OG. 25th anniversary ETB. Pass. Don't know anything. Vintage Ghost Rare PSA 7 or lower Yu-Gi-Oh. Overrated. Get the best grade possible. PSA turning back prices after July. False. Pokemon Vintage Theme Decks. Underrated. My Little Pony TCG. Underrated. Hidden Face 2021. Overrated. People who only show their Charizards. Overrated. Japanese Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Underrated. Transformers TCG. Underrated. Jumbo cards. Overrated. Poke coins. Overrated. Graded booster packs. Underrated. Marvel vs. DC. Nobody cares. New Yu-Gi-Oh sets. Underrated. The Mandalorian. Underrated. Dragon Ball Z TCG. Underrated. Kylo Ren. Overrated. Digi... What's this? DiGiorno. DiGiorno Pizza. Underrated. Jello. Underrated. Lunchables. Underrated. Kid Kid Cuisine. Overrated. Uncrustables. Overrated. Dunkaroos. Underrated. Six Cereal. Terrible. Kids WB vs. Tunic. Equally rated. Toonami. Underrated. Cartoon. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Overrated. Cartoon Network Throwback Channel. Underrated. Fox Kids. Underrated. King of the Hill. Overrated. Aqua Teen Hunk. Overrated. Yu-Gi-Oh! Lab. What is Yu-Gi-Oh? L-O-B. Yu-Gi-Oh! L-O-B art versus Starter Deck Anime Art. Overrated. Starter Deck's way better. Pokemon CD promos. There is a time. Oh. Let's let Denny finish CD off on that promos? one. CD promos are now overrated. The only reason I say that is because I was buying them for 20 bucks. Ooh. I mean, I bought mine for 20 bucks. And now you look at the prices, it's just because everyone caught on. Yeah. Nothing changed between this year and last year. There's still the same quantities out there. It's just people know the game. I just really like the artwork, though. They're amazing. Like that Charizard? Oh, dude. That's my favorite Charizard art. Sick. Yeah. I don't even know why I don't have it, but it's because it got too expensive. Yeah. I, don't, I don't value it enough. got to snag a Japanese one. For the, amount of, for the amount of quantity that's out there, that's why it's overrated. Because it's like... It's a great card to have in your collection. Yes, they are they are finite to an extent, but you can still find them. It's not hard to find them. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like my Digimon cards where I'm searching for a month to get one card. I could get a Charizard tonight if I, if I just want to spend the money. So, I love those. So, not underrated artwork, overrated price. All right. Let's see. Let me, let me delete those. So we leave it. We got to go into here. Oh, we, we're catching up now. You guys are going to pay. 
Yeah, you blast it. You guys are gonna pay. You guys are gonna pay. You want to send I me? Suck. Let's go. Whoa, you're giving more explanations. Mm. All right. Here we go, guys. Digi Destined Week Digi 31, Destined. Episode 31. Here we go. That's probably the best track we have on the podcast. Bumping. Bumping. Digi-Destined. This is our small segment where we cover Digimon stuff. It's really interesting um, because I, I, I kind of think back to when we started doing this podcast. We, you know, we were saying, hey, you could buy a Blastoise for 50 bucks. Grade it in a PSA 6 or 7 and, you know, turn it into 200. And, like, you can't do that with Digimon. Why? Because there's very low populations graded. So the the thing about Digimon, vintage Digimon, is that you literally have to be willing to take a chance. Um, because if you end up with the only one in the world, the demand, the supply demand is, is so out of proportion. A lot of people want it, but is the demand high enough to pay these primo prices like we were with Pokemon? Um, like with my War Greymon. It's the only one in the world. That means I can set my price to whatever I want. And then it just comes down to how bad does someone actually want that? Because a lot of people want vintage Digimon, but they don't want that vintage Digimon price. They're all hoping, they're all waiting for it to explode. And I think that's very, that leaves you very vulnerable because if you're waiting for something to explode and then you buy, it's too late. You have to be a pioneer in some shape or form and you have to be ahead of the curve. You have to make these, that's why it's called a risk. It's called a risk because you're taking a risk that this will explode and you got it at the cheapest price possible. So if you're not into Digimon like that, I'd be very careful with how you, how you do it. And that's why this segment is different than like the top five or something like that. Because to be honest, there aren't that many vintage Digimon slabs being sold. And if they are, they're very expensive. So the market is tiny. Um, and that's a, that's a good thing because that means you got something that's truly valuable, but it also means that you can't just turn and burn like we can with Pokemon cards. So I guess it just requires more knowledge and you definitely got to be more of a risk taker with, with Digimon, even the modern stuff, even modern, um, because of PSA's delays and BGS, you know, they're even backed up and grading being more hard than it is like CGC doesn't even grade Digimon, uh, SGC doesn't grade Digimon. There's like a lot of the companies don't even grade Digimon. So that makes it, you only got a few options, which means everyone else is doing the same thing. Um, where am I going with this? I guess that's why DigiDestin doesn't have a lot of monetary values tied to it where I can say, hey, here's a strat for you. It's more just like, if you like it, you got to get it because it's on the rise. And that's all, that's the best information I can give you. That's the best advice I could give you because, um, you know, Think about this. Let's say I had, you know, so much money to buy a PSA 10 War Greymon. And Devin, who I don't know, is some stranger who grades it. He grades it because he believes that Digimon is on the way. And I'm just some rich guy who has a lot of money, but I'm not willing to take the risk. So I wait until a 10 comes out. It's like what costed him $100 to grade is going to cost me, you know, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 to pay for it because I didn't believe in the product when it was nothing. You know what I mean? So what's that, what's that meme? What's that saying when they say like, if you aren't with me when I'm at the bottom, you can't be with me when I'm at the top. It's kind of like that. If you don't support me in the beginning, you can't, you can't be with me when I make it. 
very much the same. It's almost like that with anything, guys. Stocks, trading cards, collectibles, uh, anything. If you do not buy in on in at inception, you're it's likely that you're already too late, which is why you see everyone panic buying Pokemon because they're trying to get on this gold rush, which there's still a lot of money to be made. But um, on the same hand, it's too late. The guys who truly won were the guys that were collecting all these years and graded these cards for 10 bucks a pop. They're destroying everyone. You know what I mean? Now, you can yeah. still buy a card for 200 and scale it up to, to 300 of course, but the margins are much smaller, which means you have to do more sales, more this, more that. Where someone, where someone who's been collecting for years are like, I can sell one card for 10 k That's my mortgage for two months or my bills for two months. Like, done. You know what I mean? Yep. So what I'm getting with with the Digimon is when I talk about this next set here, remember that. You want to be into the things that no one is into. That's how you get sleepers that just explode. If you get the thing that everyone's into, you're already in deep, deep water. You know what I mean? Yeah. So be a pioneer. That's why Gengar Greasy has the first PSA 10 War Greymon in the world because I believe in the franchise. I believe in that card. I also believe in the company long term. That's investing advice 101. So today... Series 6 Digibattle, the rarest Digibattle set around. It's the hardest to collect. It's also the, sm the smallest and the shortest printed. That means Digi Digimon didn't make crap back then. They were like, we're already losing. Let's just... It was like a last-ditch effort, and then they just quit. Um, so, with that being said, I get all my information from Prodigious Omnimon. Prodigious Omnimon. I can't say his name right. He's on Instagram. Check out his website. Check out his YouTube channel. It is the best Digimon info you're going to get because he doesn't care about money. He's just sharing his love for... He has every card there is. It's insane. He's got every Digimon card. That's why you should follow him. That's why you should listen to his advice. I take his advice. Um, but his website, it tells you about all these sites. That's where I'm pulling this information from. Um, and that's how I learned a lot. You know what I mean? Like I, this dude, I mean, I think I started following him around like somewhere in the winter, maybe January. Maybe that's when it was. I don't know when he made his account, but I was like one of his first followers and I was, he had that website up and I was in and, uh, it's, there's a lot of information to be told there. So in series six, it's totally normal to see a common card sell for over hundred bucks, 80 to a hundred. That's a common, like a card that no one even cares about. Um, and the gold text are hundreds of dollars pushing the thousand dollar range. Check this out. I pay, I bought a gold text, um, Gallantmon where he's riding, a the, uh, little dragon dude, granny, I think granny. Um, I paid $400 for that card and that was in January when nobody was looking. It is now the only, there's only one listed on eBay and it's 900 bucks and it is beat beat i mean Sheesh. it's like psa 5 and i got i got psa 10 quality gallantmon if i don't get a 10 i'm getting a 9 for sure but um i got mine for 400 and uh why did i do that i'm not a huge gallantmon fan um i think he's cool because he's one of like the holy warriors or whatever but um i believe in digibattle that's why that's why and i was like this is a rare card because i only see one on the internet that's that's special to me that's special as a collector i want that that's what attracted me to it. it wasn't so much the character it was just it was the fact that i was looking for series six and there's nothing 
You're like, man. Yeah. But then you see one and you're like, okay, he wants 400. There's a reason for that. It's the only one on eBay. You know what I mean? And yeah. now there's only one on eBay and it's 900. He doubled the price from the last time it sold and his is like a PSA 4. Um, so it's normal to see these things. Very expensive. Um, six gold techs in the set. You got Justimon, Gallantmon, Ophanamon, which is, I believe is the rarest card, maybe the rarest card in the game, um, especially for Series 6. Uh, you got Apokarimon. Uh, he's like Apocalypsemon. He's the same guy. Um, and then you got uh, Gold Vidramon and Lucimon. All these cards, I think the cheapest one you might find was like, it's either Justimon or Gold Vidramon. I believe I had an opportunity to get a Gold Vidramon for like 250 I passed on it. Can't find them now. Um, Justimon, there's some out there. Ophanamon, I've never even seen besides uh, in Prodigious Omnimon's collection. Um, I tried to get a Apokarimon, Apocalypse guy. Um I tried to get him for like 900 bucks. The seller wanted 1200. I didn't get it. So that sucks because um, he was PSA 10 quality. Um, but yeah, I tried 900 and I believe someone just bought it for like 1100 or 1200. They just did it. And I was like, man, Ooh. that was a bad, bad move on my end. I should have just did it. Um, and then Lucy Mon, he's like a little angel. He was, he's also very, very popular. Um, and he, I had an opportunity to buy one for 500, passed on it, can't even find it now. So, yeah, I missed a couple opportunities on this set. And that leads me back to the first thing I was talking about, guys. If you don't believe in the product and you just, this is what happens. You miss out. The next time I see a Justimon or a Lucimon, it's probably going to be six, seven hundred, maybe 800 bucks almost double what I was looking for back then, but I hesitated because I didn't believe in those monsters. So uh, something to consider. Um, there are also 34 hollows in this set, which is actually, you think about all the sets we've covered over over in recent weeks, it's the least amount because it's the smallest set. Most of the other sets have like 48 something hollows. This one only has 34 monsters in there. Um, and these are all, you know, it's normal to see a $100 price point plus for these. And, and these are like near mint at best because a lot of these guys beat these up. So if you see something for two, 300 bucks and it's mint, it's it's justified. You don't even have to think about it. Uh, then it just comes down to how much you believe in that, the franchise, that series, and how sought after it is. So hopefully all that makes sense. That's it for Digi Destined. Uh, we're going to have to start getting into modern stuff or we can start talking about the collectibles card game. So you guys let me know what you want to look at um, in terms of Digimon. And we'll put it here in the podcast. Otherwise, I'm just going to go with what I think is best for you guys. Um, because that's it for Digibattle. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's promos we could talk about. But you talk about some of the rarest cards. We've already covered it. Series 3 through 6. We are now through all those. So please send your feedback um, in the Discord or email. Whatever you guys want to do. And we will find that information and hunt it down for you guys. All yeah, right. One, one quick note before we end the, this segment. Um, Denny actually told me like. He bought one of his, the newer booster box of 1.0 for like 160. He bought them for, and I was like, "All right, he's like, you should you should buy some." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I will." I waited a week. I paid twenty dollars more for one and thirty dollars more for the other, and that's the cheapest I could find them. And after that, they were all like priced at the 200, 220. Yep. So that just goes to show you, like, 
they can change that quick. It was literally in a matter of a week. That's why people who truly believe in their thing, like, you know, there are people that believe Dragon Ball is the best TCG around, and they buy it all because they're fanatics. Those are the guys that win long term. That's why they have all this product. You know, the guys that have 100 Charizards, 200 Charizards, because they believed in that guy. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why they have so many. Um, and then, you know, us newer guys, even me, I'm included, you know, uh, obviously we didn't believe in the stuff or we didn't stick with it. And that's why we don't, we have to rebuild our collections. Yeah. So, so. that's like a quick PSA. That's why we say collect what you like and collect what you love. Because if you like it and you love it, it's probably unique in some type of way that someone else will like it, yes. love it for what it is too. Yep. And that may just be because enough you're not, to put you're you on not the, map. the only collector in the world that will like that card. Right. You are not. That card will be will belong in someone else's collection for a very long time. When as soon as you're ready to get rid of it, right? So it's like it's not it's not uh, what's it called? It's weird because I don't look. Uh, I, there's no way to explain it. I really believe in Digimon, and it was my favorite as a kid. Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh were more preferred to me in terms of trading card game. I had more of those than I had Pokemon. The only thing I had that I went really hard on Pokemon in was toys and uh, the games. I, we had a lot of that stuff. We didn't have a lot of the cards. Yeah, um, yeah. You could tell. You could tell. Denny likes Digimon, and it's carried over because he's accumulated a whole lot of Digimon over a small, small amount of time. Yeah. Um, like a lot of good, good Digimon product. And the same goes for me. For like Yu-Gi-Oh. When I when I got back into Yu-Gi-Oh and I started opening up packs, I was like, "Whoa, I like Yu-Gi-Oh a ton more." Yeah. Just because there's those crazy crazy rare hit pools, you know what I mean? There's all kinds of things, but right? And if here's the thing if you though, like, but that's what I like. If you know he I mean? was if he was But I've accumulated so much Yu-Gi-Oh, you know what I mean? Like so quick because I I really It comes naturally. Yeah, it just comes and naturally. The other the other part to that is that if he was in it for the money, he would be doing strictly Pokémon right now. So it just goes to show that when you believe in something, you will take the pay cut temporarily because you believe in the product that much. Just like me, Digimon, I don't sell any Digimon. I'm just buying it all because I love it. And that could totally, that could, in, as, as, an, as a person who's investing, that could totally yeah. tank everything I got. Yeah. They could never sell. Yep. But that's where my collector breed comes in. And it's like, dude, who cares? You have the sickest Digimon collection in the world. Uh, so you have to find that in yourself yeah there's gonna be another person in 30 years that's gonna be that's gonna think just like Danny and go oh that's the sickest Digimon collection in the world and in 30 years maybe Danny's gonna be like hey I'm ready to give this one yeah, up you for want a piece? 10 G's 20 G's you know what mm -hmm. I mean that's that's how it is you just it's just passed down that's the story that's part of collecting mm -hmm. that's the whole hobby and the whole mentality of it all mm -hmm. patience waiting history stories and that's it you yes. know what I mean otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have these cards from like long 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 times ago you know what i mean yeah. it's only because people liked them they kept it for a long time and now we're buying them otherwise you wouldn't be able to buy cards from 1999 you know what i mean 2000 right 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 so it's all just part of the game 100 percent. you need to collect in what you believe in and the only reason I, i'm really harping on that is because um you guys are allowed to buy whatever you want you guys are allowed to collect whatever you want but it's been a very common trend in our discord People are asking me, what should I get? And I hate that question. It's like, dude, if you know nothing, if you know absolutely nothing and you really want to get into it, you buy whatever you get your hands on. Mm -hmm. 
immerse yourself just drop yourself in what you're trying to do and this is this and if i had to call you out what you're trying to do is you're trying to spend the least amount of money and make sure that you can make some sort of investment off it return in right off the bat that's what it is that that should be your if you're going to be like that your question should actually be what's the least amount of money i could spend on a certain set and make the most back just be honest be honest with me because when i see it in our discord hey I'm getting into this. What should I get? It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Buy it all. Buy it all and then collect what you like. Um, it just, it irks me. It irks me. And it's going to bite people in the butt. That's why you guys need to practice this very hard. Because we have our different niches in the in the Discord. I see it all the time. We have our Yu-Gi-Oh guys. We have our, D, our Dragon Ball guys. We got Pokemon guys. And then, you know, we have guys that are apparently Digimon heavy too, which is good. It's a very good thing. Um, then we have even like little clicks and niches. Yeah, and we're talking about groups Naruto. that people that like that yeah. like specific parts of only this one and only mm-hmm. parts of this one. Like, use that to your advantage, and you should have all that stuff. You should be collecting all of it um, instead of trying to diversify and treat this like a stocks portfolio. Hey, I'm gonna get a little bit of that because I think it's a good idea. I'm gonna get a little bit of that. Don't do that. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. Um, so that's where Digi Destined is going. Okay, I'm trying to give you guys the best information, but I can't tie any money to it because, to be honest, unless you got deep pockets, you cannot do the whole buy raw, make a slab thing yet. You just can't. There's not enough product out there. So you really got to have deep pockets and you really got to believe in the franchise if you're going to go deep. I would hate for you guys to buy an $800 Gallantmon, grade it, to, to specifically sell it and no one buys it off you. That would really hurt you. Yeah. I'm doing it because I want the first PSA 10 Gallantmon in the world. That's why. <laughs> That's me. Okay. Not a lot of people can do that. They're like, no, I was going to sell this thing. What are you talking about? I don't want it. Don't do that to yourself. Because to be honest, I don't know if anyone wants a PSA 10 Gallantmon. And if they do, they may not want to meet my price. So that's what I'm trying to tell you guys. That these are cards that you could sit on for years. Or maybe Digimon explodes tomorrow and you made the cut. That's the gamble you have to take. Yeah. That's the risk you have to take. Hopefully that all makes sense. Okay. A little drawn out, but... No, it's I hope good. We, I hope, yeah, I hope we shed a little light. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we shed some light. Okay. I liked it a lot. Now, let's get into the heart of the cards. Heart of the cards. Heart of the cards, baby. It's time to talk everything Yu-Gi-Oh! This is the segment where we do it, guys. This week, we're going to talk about um, an older set. This is, I believe, the fifth set that came out for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, L.O.B., and then you had uh, Metal Raiders, and then you had uh, Magic. Magic, and then you had PSB, Fer- uh, Pharaoh Servant, and then this one. So this is the fifth one. Is it Dark Crisis, or is it, is it Labyrinth of Nightmare? Yeah, La- Labyrinth, Labyrinth of Nightmares. This is, so Labyrinth of Nightmare, guys, that's what we're talking about. The fifth set that came out for Yu-Gi-Oh! It was released in March 01, 2003. Um, there's a first edition and a limited version of uh, these cards. And these cards do come in the unlimited third-party packs, the ones that you guys can find at your Targets, Walmarts, and I think they have them at, like, Walgreens and Rite-Aids, maybe. Don't quote me on that. Um, and you can also find them in OfferUp and uh, eBay. They sell for about $8 if you can find them retail. If not, I'm telling you guys, don't pay over 15 bucks for these packs. These people are paying $9 at the store, and they're trying to sell them for 20 25 Tell them no. Best I'll do is 15 and if you can get it lower than that, get it lower than that. Hmm. It's perfect. But I'm telling you, the price I paid for them that I'm comfortable Ooh, with is I like 15. this next part. Um, 
an unlimited booster box um, for a whole unlimited sealed booster box, about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. So not too bad, but I think you could do better off just buying a bunch of third-party packs for fifteen bucks and spend less than fifteen hundred dollars to two thousand. Because really, what you're paying for is the sealed, you know, booster box. Mm-hmm. Because the booster box itself probably sells for like two hundred bucks, right? Right. And right. the fact that it has a seal on it, it's a little more, you know, uh, sought after, and you put a bigger price point on it than you know these third-party packs that are uh, just kind of like, I don't know, parted out, I guess, from a, from an unlimited booster box. Either way, I think it's a, I think it's a smart idea just to get you know twenty four. 24 packs. I'd love to have a sealed box, just yeah, personally. Yeah, definitely. And for 1500 bucks at two grand, and people are taking um, or best offers. That's a great time. Yeah, it's a great time. It's a great time. And I think Labyrinth of Nightmares is really slept on. I think people kind of undervalue it a little bit, um, just because there's not like crazy, crazy hit cards in here. Mm. Um, first edition booster box. Yep, it's crazy. Right around $5,000. I think there was one on eBay um, in PWC auction. Uh, it's going for like $5,000-ish dollars. There's a total of 105 cards in this set. Um, this set includes uh, a lot of cards from um, characters in the what was that Domino City Dom- Domino City tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they ha- they had all the Egyptian gods. Um, but is it Domino City? I think so. Domino Battle City. City? Battle City. Uh, why, why is Domino Loomis, City? Loomis, the guy with the mask, and Umbra, the guy with the mask. Um, it has a lot of their cards from their decks. Mako Tsunami, the guy, the underwater guy. Um, Joey Wheeler, we all know him, and then Yami uh, Bakura, which is the bad, yeah, yeah, the bad version of like the guy that has the uh, Dreamcatcher necklace or whatever yeah, it yeah. is. If you guys didn't know, but it has it has like their hit cards from their decks in that set. So if you guys aren't familiar with Labyrinth of Nightmare, that's kind of the era that it's in. So maybe it rings some bells for you. The hits out of this set, the ones that I like, the ones that I enjoy. If you guys want to go look at more. There's definitely more cars and there's more hits in there. Um, just the ones that jumped out at me, the ones that I remember were Dark <laughs> Negro Fear. Um, they used it in the uh, in the show. Uh, Torrental Tribute. I'm pretty sure it was used in the show as well. It's a trap card. Magic Cylinder. I like one of the iconic cards. For some reason, I remember that like the most out of all these cards is Magic Cylinder. And then Gemini Magic Elf. Cylinder. Gemini Elf is a secret rare, I believe, um, in the set, and I think. They go for a pretty penny, um, and I believe there's oh, also snap. a Tomb Gemini okay. Elf, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not in the set, but I think there's also a Tomb Gemini Elf in a certain rarity that goes for quite a bit of money. So Gemini Elf, <clears throat> although not a good oh, card, I mean, yeah. people like it. You know what I mean? People like it, and it's sought after. But that just about does it for Art of the Cards. Um, Labyrinth of Nightmare. I think it's I think it's a slap on set just because you know Gemini Elf. Wait, I thought I thought the the Exodia Necros was in here. No, that's in Dark Crisis. That's in Dark Crisis. Okay, see, I get them mixed up because they're both blue packs, I think. Yep, they are. They are. They look very similar. Okay, I remember this set. Yeah. All right. Yep, that does it for the Heart of the Cards, guys. I hope you guys learned something. Um, go look at these cards if you guys are interested. These are going to be vintage, so they're going to be a little bit pricey. Depends on if you go Unlimited, if you go the Square Logos, if you go... Whatever it is, make sure you guys are doing your homework and you guys are researching all those things. Going back to the podcast where we went over different rarities and the things that dictate prices on Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So if you're a little iffy and you don't know, maybe we go back to episode, what is that, 20? When we started doing it? Yeah. Yeah. I think episode 20 is when we started talking about all the Yu-Gi-Oh stuff and we introduced Digi Destin. So right, if you right. need a refresher, go back to those episodes. 
so you can feel comfortable buying these uh, vintage Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Okay, here we go. Uh, what, oh, all oh, right, I'm up again. Devon Core segment go, baby. up next. Oh. segment oh yeah and i'm like it's dope you know what i mean yeah anyways super sick did you guys love the devon segment we are in the devon segment guys now are killing it with it's that. where we talk about all the sleepers the cars that people uh that cars that people forgot about that aren't, people aren't looking at you know the ones that don't have enough attention that need attention these are the cars that we talk about here um but like me and danny were just talking about really appreciate you guys always posting on the discord the uh grabs you get from the devon segment i think it's awesome because these cards are the cards that i I personally look up and I research myself. I spend a lot of time actually looking through like each individual card, finding out like, Hey, do I actually like this card? Is this card unique or is it like hype? Whatever it is. And I try to dictate what I put on here and give you guys the best value I can. So this week we are talking legend cards. So if you guys don't know what legend cards are, they are like a cool water brush looking artwork that are broken into. So they have a top half and a bottom half. Yep. Uh, they were first introduced in the heart gold soul silver era of pokemon uh which only had like i think four or five sets in it so these legend cards didn't last very long but they got some bangers in them guys and we're going to cover them so ho-oh number 111 is the top and number 112 is the bottom this is from heart gold soul silver you can find it raw for about 40 to 70 bucks all these cards you're going to find raw for about 40 to 70 we're not going to go over psa prices because psa is going to be pretty pricey if you're looking for um, a PSA price, uh, PSA graded card um, in any of these legends, they're going to be pretty pricey unless you can get them on a bid or you get them on an or best offer or you can just get them at the right time. Um, it's going to be it's going to be pricey. So if you want these cards, I would say you're going to have to probably shoot for the lower quality unless you can snipe a really really good quality raw um, top or bottom. Uh, but then at the same time, if you're going to grade them, you're going to want you're going to want those grades to match. You know, you're going to have two PSA sevens, yeah, a top be, and bottom, and right, if you don't. Right that may irk you a little bit so like i'm saying um just go in there knowing that if you want these cards and you guys see these cards you're like oh these are awesome i gotta have them just know that if you're sending them off for the purpose of t- to get graded and sell them it's probably not a good idea a lot of these cards are personal collection that you will either wait on and sell later on at the right price at the right time to the right person or you keep forever in your own personal collection because they are like artwork they are like a, a really cool looking artwork um but I found that the bottom halves of these cards are a lot harder to find than the top portion of the card. Um, hmm. the next guy up is Lugia. Number one, 113 is the top. Number 114 is the bottom from Heart Gold Soul Silver. He's about 40 to 70 bucks. Kind of odd. Lugia is our boy. He's the one that always pulls in the money. He's a popular one. But Lugia and Ho'El go for about the same. Um, but I did have a harder time finding uh, Lugia top and bottom pieces. And majority the bottom um, because I think that's like the bottom is his head. Because Lugia is kind of like sweeping with his arms up. So the top part is really just his arms and background. And the bottom part is the majority of Lugia's body. So, of course, everybody wants that. So there's not very much supply out there. Next one up is Intei and Raikou. Number 90 top and number 91 bottom from Heart uh, from Heart Gold and Soul Silver uh, Unleashed. Now, you can find the tops and bottoms. I would say if you want to snipe out a good condition one, I... I go ahead but i found that a lot of these um legendary dogs were i could find like good condition ones in sets you know what i mean 
And usually if they come in sets, that means they were kept in the same condition, you know what I mean, or kept in the same environment. So when you go send them in to get graded, they may score the same grade, and that may help with that little bit of irk that you have, you know, of having a, a P, two PSA 7s that match. Um, next one up is Raikou and Suicune. Number 92 is the top. Number 93 is the bottom from Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Unleashed. Um, again, these are, I found better luck looking for sets in these. It was really hard to find the top and bottom, but it seems like the dogs are a lot more abundant and you can find them. Um, so maybe you go and snipe out your two favorite. If it's either if it's Suicune and Entei, uh, it's Raikou and Suicune or Entei and Raikou. Um, they have all the different combinations. The last one up is Suicune and Entei, number 94 top, number 95 bottom uh, from the same set, Unleashed. Um, that does it for the Legendary Dogs. The next one's up. These ones are some of my favorite Legend cards um, besides the Lugia one and besides the Dogs. Um, because I really like the Entei and Raikou one. But. There's a Kyogre. Wait, what? Yes, there's a Kyogre <laughs> and Groudon. There's a I Ky- didn't know that. Yes. There's a Kyogre and Groudon. Um, number 87 is the top. Number 88 is the bottom. From Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Undaunted. Um, I was actually surprised when I saw these. I was like, what? How did this, you know, get past my radar? Because. It's got to look awesome because it's really like a water brush looking artwork. It looks like like a Japanese water brush type of artwork. Um, and yeah, Kyogre, Kyogre and Groudon, super sick card. Top and bottom, you got to get it. The next one up is uh, Rayquaza and Deox. Uh, number 89 is the top and number 90 is the bottom from Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and Daunted. Um, I think this card's sick. They don't make a lot of uh, Deox cards and Rayquaza is always a hit. So... I think it is a no-brainer to go and pick those up. Uh, the next one up, we've already kind of covered it in the podcast before, um, and I'm gonna yeah. give I'm gonna give a little bit of an off suggestion here that you guys may be like, "Huh, Devin, what?" But trust me, you guys may be like, "Oh yeah." So you have Darkrai uh, number nine, number ninety, Darkrai and Cresselia Legend number ninety-nine is the top, and number a hundred is the bottom from Heart Gold Soul Silver Triumphant. Now. My little off suggestion here is that you just don't get the bottom. Just get the top. What? <laughs> the Darkrai? Yeah, because really... He looks da- sick. The Darkrai is all you want. He looks sick. The Darkrai really is good. all you want. But don't worry, because if, if the Darkrai... If it Are you saying you, it's collectible on its own? Yeah, it's definitely collectible on, on its own. But if, if you're like, I can't just get the top and not the bottom, but I really like the Darkrai artwork... Don't worry, I got you guys covered. I got a card in mind that we're going to cover in a later Devoncore segment, so you guys got to stay tuned and, and listen in uh, to the Devoncore segment. But there's another similar card that looks like the Darkrai um, waterbrush paint artwork that is just a single card by himself that you guys can opt for instead. But like I said, go get the top part of the Darkrai and Cresselia Legend mm. card. You're not gonna you're not gonna miss out. It's like right. I think it's sick. You know what I mean? Graded. We talked pretty, about it. It's yeah. sick. I love that card. All right. I got to look at the Kyogre one. I got to pull that up. It's tight. I feel like I've seen it. Maybe I haven't. I don't it's know. Tight. You scroll up for me? Yep. And oh, what? the last one up here. What? The last one up here. This one's actually pretty sick. The artwork on it is like crazy. They made these guys look like like Godzilla monsters or something. It's nuts. Palkia and Dialga, Legend. Okay, uh, that one's sweet. 101 top. 
and 102 bottom from Heart Gold Soul Silver. I'm still stuck on Calgary Groudon. That's sick. Sick, right? Okay, that's really good. Let me pull up this one. Yeah, and then and then look at the Palkia day out. That is such a hard Palkia and Dialga. That one's sick. They look like they look like Godzilla monsters. Oh, what? Right. Two. You can get the set in CGC nine. I know, I know we got some, uh, some Palkia fans in the Discord. Hold on, let me so see what's this going on here. So if this card escaped your guys' radar, um, oh, your guys' Palkia sweet. collection, go check it out. This they're card so is sick. weird. They're such weird cards, but right? they're freaking cool. Super cool. I think they're heavily slept on. You know what I mean? People are selling them. People are selling the dogs top and bottom raw for like 20 30 40 bucks. I have to people get all selling these. People are selling the Ho-Oh and the Lugias, 40 to 70 And then people are selling these uh, Palkia, Dialga, and the ones from Triumphant. For like, uh, what's what did you just see the numbers for? Like, I think like 30, right? 30, 40 is what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. I just closed my eBay up. Hold yeah. On. I think they're going right about 30, yeah. 40. Oh, shoot. I mean, yeah, the jumbos are pretty cheap too. The jumbos not another, another option you can go for because it's, it's literally the legend card, just not broken, but yeah. it's a jumbo card. Right, it's all one big piece. Yeah, it's all one big piece. So if you want it to frame it, yeah, and put you can it on get your these. Wall, you can get these things from like, and you can get jumbo thirty graded. to a hundred dollars depending on the condition. Yeah, depending on on what quality you I want. I think what makes these really hard is that it's two pieces that you have to grade exactly the same. That's like the that's the tough part. Right. Yeah. Which is probably why no one plays with them. Yep. I think they're sick though. I check them out if you guys haven't already seen them. Go check them out. We do have one lookout to talk about though. It does come from the Heart Gold and So Heart Gold and Soul Silver set. Um, it's called, it was the uh, lithographs. It's like the, it's like the unknown writing, you know, like, like hierog- hieroglyphs, but it's the unknowns like hieroglyphs. And they had one lithograph in each heart gold and soul silver set. So in the base set in undaunted in triumphant and uh, unleashed or is it unleashed? Yeah. Unleashed. They had um, one. Hold on. And I think even the card number on it isn't even a card number. It's like unknown. It's like unknown script on the bottom where the card number would be. So I think these cards are very unique. I think they're very cool. I don't think anyone's really paying attention to them. Um, I didn't I didn't go out there and look up the price. I didn't look up the price on them. I think Danny's looking them up right now. No, I'm, I'm actually roasting uh, JT right now. Oh, sick. The guys in the Discord are going ham. While we're recording this, I told you guys I'm recording, and you guys are just constantly <laughs> asking for punishment. I don't understand. The uh, lithograph, the lithograph cards are super cool. They are the unknown um, hieroglyphs. So, if you guys like unique, quirky, cool cards, and that's what you guys are into collecting, um, go check them out. I think these are very unique. I think they'll pique your interest. Um, and I honestly, I think I might go scope some out because I don't think anyone's gonna have them in your collect- have them in their collection, and I would like to have them in mine. You know. The fact that no one else will have them, and I will, even if they're not valuable, it's just cool, you know. Yeah. Oh, where's this thing? That just that does it for the uh, Devon Core segment. I hope you guys liked all the sleepers and the lookouts, legend cards, guys. Check them out. Heavily slept on. Do your do your research though. Make sure you're looking, you're using your eyes, um, and make sure that you are not trying to flip these things. They're not flippers. Mm. They are not flippers, guys. Yeah, these are, these are, this is like wall art. Yep. Okay, I can see that. But they're movable, because if you get one that grades well. Right, the Dark Rise is extremely popular, yeah. I know that. 
If you get any of them, if if you get any of them that Rayquaza, grade well, uh, or uh, Raikou Suicune, that's another big hitter. Mm-hmm. It all, I've seen these sell. It's just it's. I think the challenge, like we were talking about, is just the grade matching grades. Otherwise, you got to break them in half and like sell them separately. Separately, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even at that, then someone would just buy your seven. They would buy someone else's seven, you know, and then they would have their set. But yeah. uh, of course, nobody wants that, and that's the unfortunate thing that you can't buy and know that you're gonna get the same grade. But I think they're really unique cards, and I and I know for a fact that people don't like them right now, but they are gonna miss them when they're gone well i would like they, to i would like to look at the episode we need to pull back we, we're gonna start doing this we're gonna start pulling back the top fives from our very first episodes and comparing them see where we're gonna do a segment called where are they now and we're gonna see what's happening because the shining lugia is like 5x it's ridiculous so i i would love to see the other cards we've talked about and see where they're at and i bet you these legend cards the last time we talked about them around halloween i bet you they've gotten even I know for a fact they're probably more expensive than they were. I bet. Uh, before we before we end that too, I think we were looking through um, for the highest Pokemon sale of the week. The Scream cards oh, flying yeah. off the shelves like candy right now in the thousands of dollars. When we were telling you guys, they were like eight hundred bucks in tens. Ooh, I, I can drop this on you guys. So with that being said, all the Scream cards getting bought bought up, right? But what a lot of people don't know is that they made a Scream card inspired artwork for Snorlax and Eevee so if you guys like that style artwork and you guys are like hey I can't I can't buy I can't afford the original Scream artwork there's a Snorlax and Eevee one that's out there I think it came out pretty modern so good option just thought I'd let you guys know that yes alright I'm being distracted by the cord okay here we go <laughs> here we go guys Poke Tower top 5 we're in the top go. 5 here we go Top five, we got a fresh, fresh five. We're going we're to call it the fresh five this week because we I got to change of heart, guys. I am now a sealed collector. Nothing gets opened. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But we talked about PSA, the delays. What do you do? You deal with it. And remember, we talked about, we emphasize you need to be buying sealed products that are going to appreciate in value no matter what. So we've been hitting on that the last few weeks, but today I went deeper. Things that I really want to get. Um, so hopefully you guys listen. I guaranteed gains. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding when I say this. If you sleep on this, we're going to be talking in six months, and you'll be like, "Dang, dude, why didn't I do that?" Mm-hmm. Remember the lecture. Remember the lecture we just gave in the Digi Destined. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in something. If you're going to go all in on it, you got to believe in it. And if you're trying to buy it while it's on the rise, you're already, it's too late. You have to buy it when no one's thinking about it. Okay? So remember that for all you investors. Number five here is not a sealed product. It's caught my... your boy. Dude, it's caught my eyes. It is one of the rarer cards on eBay. I can only find about 10 of them. It's insane. It's got my, it's got my attention. Let's go. Lugia from Plasma Storm. Number 134 out of 135. Beautiful card. Insane. Mm -hmm. It's like blue. I mean, you guys have seen these. We've talked about the Diamond and Pearl cards that are like just original full arts like uh, Genesect, Deox, Palkia, Dialga. Like they have those full arts that are just immaculate. Yeah. Lugia really resembles that in Plasma Storm. And it's got the Plasma Storm logo 
in there. Very unique, one of a kind. I believe a CGC 9 is trying to be sold for like 2500 bucks right now. Ooh. And it's the only slab on eBay. The rest are all raw. This mm. card this card moves. You can find some for 40 bucks, but they're pretty questionable, right? They got nicks on the back. You know, and the thing about these is I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot that are like bent. Mm. Um and but it's really hard to see the bend because it's a full art and it's got that shine on it. It's got the texture on it. You can't see the creases as well. So be careful with the cheap ones. Um, I've I, and I see them going all the way up to like the two hundred, three hundred dollar range. So it's say it's much safer to buy a two, three hundred dollar card if it's described as mint. You have a case there. If you do get a jacked up card, eBay is going to get your back. So spend the extra money to get the cleanest card you can get. Um, and it's kind of like Digimon, right? There's not a lot of them out there, so that means low population. That means less. That means if you if you want to buy this for the flip. It might take a little bit longer, but you got a guaranteed hot pick, dude. It's a great card. And be- because of the Blastoise and the Charizard in the set, people sleep on this Lugia. Great card. Um, I'm really interested. I was almost bought one today, and I'll tell you why I didn't buy one here in a little bit. We're going to continue on to number four, Stormfront. Probably one of the best Diamond and Pearl packs you can get. Stormfront has all the full arts that we're talking about, Deox. Dialga, Palkia, in that like blue electric full art style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Stormfront. I was, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking up the uh, card set right now. Stormfront booster packs. You can find them for as low as one thirty, which I think is underpriced. Right? I think that's a little underpriced. Um, and the only reason I say that is because they get mm. up into the two hundred dollar range real fast. So what does that mean? That means that population of underpriced packs is evaporating. Eventually there will only be $200 packs of Stormfront. And then that supply will evaporate. And then there will only be $250 packs. Stormfront's a great set. Insane set. No, yeah, it is. Um, really caught my attention. And when you see packs for $120, that, just, that really draws my attention. I'm like, that's good. That's a great price. Um, that's That's something that you can... It's not a huge dollar bill, you know, but it's significant to tell you that something's going on there. So check your buyer feedback, check the pictures, and remember, if it's a resealed pack, you can always get your refund, guys. You're going to win. That's so, the sickest Charmander I've ever seen. In Stormfront? Dude, it's amazing. 101. Great cards. Oh, my God. Great sick. cards all together in there. Oh, it's got my favorite Charizard. Tight. I didn't know that was from Stormfront. The Green Wings. This guy. I think that pops. Green Wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the Stormfront Charizard. and it, He's one of my favorite Charizards. Great card. Um, For sure. And that shiny Voltorb, shiny And also the, the Green Wings is a reference to Shadowless Booster Boxes. So back in the day, if you had a Shadowless Box, it wasn't this Charizard. It was that one, but he, and he had green wings. That's what that's what they refer to as a green wings box. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Different art. You'll see it. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, number three here. This is why I didn't get a Lugia today. Flashfire. He's still in the top five. This is you have to do this, guys. Flashfire packs. You can find them for fifty-five dollars plus. It's X Y. 
Um, I saw some things I didn't like on eBay in terms of, you know, like, hey, there's a rip in the crimp. But it's okay because it's normal because it's old. Yeah, sure. Maybe you're right. I don't know enough about that era. So I went ahead and bought a blister pack, the sealed, the sleeved booster pack with a, you know, a, a mega Charizard on it. I bought it for $50 at the door today. Remember when I was telling you guys about these, these were $40 packs. Now you can't find them for 55 plus. That's like how fast it changed. And it's been a matter of weeks since I've been talking about this guys. Uh, Flashfire, you got to get in on it. I think it's so significant. It's the only Charizard X in creation. That's what, that's the appeal. Not saying that you're going to have one in your pack, but when you have a sealed pack, there is curiosity to kill the cat. Everybody's going to be like, man, you might have that Charizard X in there. How much money you want for that? That's why we do it. Strictly sealed product. This is not something you want to rip. Um, just go buy the, the Mega Charizard. You know what I mean? Um, but 55 bucks, you can't beat it. Uh, I bought my sleeve booster. And again, probably every other week, I plan on buying one or two Flash Fire booster packs. Yeah, unless unless you're a Charizard fan, that Flash Fire set, Flash Fire set would suck to rip. It's definitely definitely a sell. But if yes. you're a Charizard fan, I would say I would say that's a rewarding, rippable set. You know what I mean? If you if you were to amass like twenty of these, you know, over the over a few months, and you were like, oh, I'm just gonna keep them sealed, you know, and yeah. you sold off a few, and then you're like, you know what? I have thirteen left. If you're a Charizard fan, it's gonna be rewarding. Yeah, go but ham. If, but if you're not. Flashfire is a crap set, right? It's a yeah. It only has it only has a price point, and it's only like going to go up in value because Charizard. Charizard, yes. It's a great. That's why it's a great idea. It's a low cost booster pack with a lot of guaranteed, a lot of of potential, and we'll be talking about this in a few months. You know, where Flashfire is like eighty bucks a pack, or like what happened? Yeah. Um. Basic supply and demand. There are more people that want to pull a Mega Charizard X than there are people that don't. Right, so people are gonna want to flex too. Yes, in in five ten years they're gonna want to flex. Look at my, look at my, you know. Well, I can tell you why. I mean, look at my sealed, you know, booster pack or you know, yeah. blister of you know, uh, flash fire. Um, and the the thing is too, the reason you can see this is because if you go go look at Mega Charizard prices, when I bought my Mega Charizard for fifty bucks in a PSA eight point five, you can't touch that price today. That's why I was like, okay, people actually like Mega Charizard X, so his price is going up. That's what that's what led me to the booster packs. It's yeah, not the other yeah. way. It's not the other way where it's like, oh, there's a Charizard in the set, so get it. It's more like, no, there's a card that someone wants in there. That's why you should get this. You know, it's yeah, it's back. Well. It's not just Charizard. It's the fact that it's Mega Charizard. It's the only Mega Charizard, and it's actually a likable card. Yeah, people are like, dang, that thing's sick. Really nice card. Yep. Uh, hard to grade. So, flash fire, guys. You got to. So, I bought mine today. Bought one today. Should be here in a few days. Um, you got to do it. And if I don't get flash fire, we're going to talk about number two here. This is what I'm buying if I'm not getting flash fire. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Generations Booster Packs. That's the 20th anniversary set. You can find them for as low as 39 bucks, and they get up upwards into the 50s real real fast. So you want to buy a lot of these 39 $40 packs. Get them. Get his, I, this one I, I, I fully endorse. Like uh, If any, any of these I, I agree with, but this one I agree with the most because it's got that Radiant collection in it. 
So if you had to rip these open, like you're like, hey, I amassed 20 of these and they haven't really got gone a good up in value, it, yeah. you know what I mean? You you would do pretty well, you know what I mean? With that Radiant Collection being in there and there's some other, there's some other bangers too in Generations. You need to get 30 or 40 of these and hold on to them until the 30th anniversary. This pack will be 10 years old at that point. Yeah. Ball there's game. all kinds of strategy you could do with this. Ball game. Um, and this, you keep it for your sealed collection. Of course you, and you can keep a whole art set for yourself, but you don't need a booster box full, but you should definitely be collecting them. Especially if you like, if you like anniversary promo type stuff, this is, this is right down your alley. This special edition stuff, you know, do it. Um, I like generations. Dude, I like 39 bucks. Are you kidding me? I like this guys. We're talking an ETB. Yeah. What do you mean? If I went to the store right now and I saw a Generations pack versus a Battle Styles ETB, I'm all over the Generations pack. Yep. Generations is sweet, man. Like, nice looking cards. They got the Leafeon EX in there, you know what I mean? They got the Mega Venusaur EX. They got the Mega Charizard EX. Right. You know what I mean? Mega Blastoise EX. They got the Articuno full art with the silver borders. Borders. They got the Jolteon EX. Zapdos with the uh, silver borders. And it's a textured full art, like super sick. And then they got the full Radiant collection that has like the Flareon, the Jirachi with the like stars on it. Like this, this set is sick. Generations is sick. So like for me, it's like, even if I I amounted, I got like, I amassed, you know, 30 of them and I wanted to open up 20. This yeah. is a set that's still not going to hurt to open up. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, right. It's a win all yeah. around. It's like it's like it's like opening up a a, a Japanese um, a Japanese set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where you know you're going to win. You're yes, going to get, yes, you're gonna get yes. something. You're going to get hollow. You got to. Yeah. Generations is, is just a rewarding set, and I think it's it. Even if you even if you're like, man, these things haven't moved in value in. 10 I don't years. have any myself. You yeah. know what I mean? So say say they don't move. They don't go nowhere in ten years. You could rip these. Yeah. And the cars that are inside great you know yeah you know that they're well. right yeah so number two generations guys we're, we're sealed collectors look at this we get i've given you three sealed what ideas i don't know three sealed options back to back to back this is my favorite one though i really like this idea here plasma freeze booster packs you can find them for 40 to 60 dollars this is a black and white set why do I like this? Because there's some, there's actually some sick cards in there. They got that shiny Voltorb. They got the, uh, is it shiny? Is it Golurk is, that's in there? Huh? Golurk? The shiny one? Yes. I know Voltorb's in there. I think it's, uh, let me see. Let me pull it up real quick. Plasma uh, Freeze card list. I think you're thinking of Stormfront. Stormfront has the Voltorb. Okay. Hold on. Plasma Freeze card list. Here it is. I'm, I'm, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was. I'm totally thinking about Stormfront. No, this is the one that has the... Uh, this is the full art one. Empoleon shiny. Right, right, right. Sigalith. And yep. Garbodor. Garbodor. And Garchomp. And Garchomp. But it also has a Tornadus full art, Latios full art, Latias full art, Deox full yeah, art, the Thunderous, that, Heatran. The ones that slap are the, are the, the Deox. Dude, these are Deoxys. the sickest full arts. Yeah, Deoxys because you, there's not many Deoxys cards out there. And this is a nice one. Yeah, and this is a nice one with the blue and Probably all that. Probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Latios, Latios, they're sick, and they have great artwork to be paired next to each other because there is Latios, yeah. Latios fans. You know what I mean? The, um, if you talk about is... the hits in this set, and then actually, Napoleon shiny is sick as well. 
Because most black and white sets have like two or three hitters. This has like literally like nine cards you could pull that are yeah. all amazing. Ladios, Ladios, EX. That Heatran, fire. This uh, Justice Trainer card, Justice Trainer card, fire. The, um, the Professor Umbreon Juniper, Ultra Ball Gold. Dude. Deoxys EX. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah. I really like this set. And then Garchomp's one of my favorites. Deox, one of my favorites. I love, but then even then it has the um, the Plasma Storm Shield in the back. Yeah, and then the thing I like about... Um, you got Empoleon, like it, what? The thing I like about... Uh, the plasma, I think, I think, I think it just has to do with the plasma like series era? of cards, yeah, yeah, or yeah. era, uh, where like they have the blue borders. Yeah, you know, amazing. Yeah, and it's like you have like like look at this uh, this leafyon, this leafyon with like the blue borders on it, you know, and then the the plasma badge, the plasma freeze badge on it, like that looks awesome. Yeah, dude, they're really like, nice. That looks crazy. It complements it like so well. It does. It's unique. Yeah. Look at this. You got a Hydreigon in here. Kind of reminds me Blue of the Prison Borders. cards a little bit. Amazing. Woo. Metagross. It's just, when I saw the cards in the cool. set, I was like, this I never is noticed that before. Loaded. Never noticed that. Loaded. I only, yeah. thought, I only, I only thought there were certain cards that had the uh, Blue Borders. Like, I thought it was only the Full Arts. But there's even just Well, like, I don't know if those are like hollow and they just try to make it look blue like that. But, I don't know. I got to look at a real one instead of this like 3D generated one. Yeah. But the full arts and the secrets in here are hitters. And then you're talking about $40 packs, you know, it's 40 to 60 real quick. So again, buy up the $40 packs because they evaporate. They're never going back to $40. They will now meet the guys that are at 60 are next in line to make sales. Right. And then there'll be a new batch of sellers who are like, well, I only want 70 for my packs. Once all the 60s evaporate. Guess who's next in line to make sales? The guys who priced high at 70. And that's how it works. That's how anything works on eBay. The undercutters make the first sales. And as you, you're basically like waiting, your your price determines how long you wait in line. That's why we say competitive prices, because if you pick a price that everyone has, you're probably going to sell sooner than later. If you go high end, because you're like, no, this is mine's the best card. There's nothing wrong with believing that, but you have to know that Literally, all the supply above you has you to get, evaporate before your listing becomes the top listing. Right. That's how it. That's how tip. That's how it works typically. Unless you literally have you to run be, into a collector you, who's like, "Oh right. no, I want the best one out," and, and right. he'll hunt. He'll pay good money for it. Yeah. Unless but, you run into somebody that that values the card just like right, you do. Right. Right. And yeah. then you could sell it instantly. Um, yeah. But for the most part, you know, these plasma freeze booster packs, there will not be much more left at forty bucks. Then the 50s will get evaporated. Then the 60s. And then it just... That's that's the nature of eBay. Um, so, number one, because I really like the set. After looking at the card list, like, this, is, this is good. These are good cards. And now I'm going to have to start looking for slabs of those full arts. I really want the Deox. Yeah. Insane. Um, and, I, and I'm really interested in looking at the shiny gold cards. Or the secret cards. I believe someone shared the Empoleon today. Literally, someone shared it on the Discord. The shiny one. And I didn't realize it until after I wrote down my top five. And I was like, wait, I saw this card today. Went in the Discord. Somebody shared it. I think it was JT. Woo! I think he shared it on your tab. But anyways, insane, guys. You guys are catching on. Um, but go sealed. I think this is great. Until July, until we find out what PSA is going to do, you guys 
collect some booster packs, right? We're collectors. We're collectors. We collect things. So booster packs are included. Um, and it's a great time to, to, to expand your knowledge. Maybe you've gotten really good at looking at singles. Maybe you don't know crap about resealed packs and how to tell the difference. This is the best time to just dive in and learn a new skill. And then you become a subject matter expert on this stuff. And then when people are like, hey, how do you know if this is sealed? Blah, 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 blah. You'd be like, look, this set has a specific weight, heavy or light. Everyone knows it. This set has a different weight, heavy or light. Everyone knows it. This set has crimps that are sealed together. This set doesn't. If the middle flaps up, that probably means it's resealed. If the middle doesn't flap up, you know, it means this. Or you could say, hey, if it's glued right here, they definitely resealed it because those packs never were made like that. You learn those things. That's what makes you a good collector. Or you go the no gimmicks route and you go head first, hit the wall and you say, oops, that hurt. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, Wait, oh, I'm going to go around this now, huh? What, what did you buy? Uh, That Char- Rainbow Charizard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, you just graded bad. But, I mean, it's fine. You, everyone needs to get the reps in. Yeah. Rainbow Charizard, I just pulled the trigger. Yeah. Man, this Deox is sick. I got to look it up tonight. Pull the trigger. Deox is sweet. I need like three of those. But there's a lot There's a lot of black and white series packs in that range of 40 and 50. Like, just go and look. I typed in Pokemon black and white booster pack on eBay. There's all kinds of different ones. Base set black and white. Well, you Plasma know, Storm. I was going to put in, I was going to put in Plasma legendary Blast. treasures. Plasma Freeze. I was going to put in Legendary Treasures, but I think Plasma Freeze offers some of the best, the coolest cards in black and white. No, definitely. So that's why I went with it. And then Stormfront, again, I picked Stormfront because I'd like, there's some really sick cards in here, which makes the appeal of Cross a sealed boundaries. pack. Amazing. Noble Victories. Dark Explorers. 429 for all artworks or best offer. Yeah, Dark you, Explorers is a banger. This is just stuff, you, again, guys, you guys know this. The top five is stuff I'm looking at. It doesn't have to be what you need to buy. It's what I'm looking at because these are my tastes as a collector. You guys, some of you guys have different tastes than me, right? Dragon's um, Exalted for 90 or best offer. Woo! See, Devin's, Devin's diving in. Yeah. Um, but that's all kinds it. of stuff, guys. That's it on the top five. I'm trying to think if we have anything else. I think that's it. Think that's it. Tune into the live on Thursday, guys. You know Thursday, what it is. Thursday, five p.m. PST. You got to tune Thursday. in. You got to tune in because I think I'm gonna do um, another small opening with that mystery box we got from Fun Valley Gaming. I think okay. We'll do another small opening and we'll we'll give out some packs to you guys. Um, Let's go. So maybe we'll pull. Maybe we'll pull something sick. And we'll probably do that. I got it just sitting there. Uh, we, what we else? You're listening to this right now. Let's get a. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, that's pretty much it, guys. I think that's it. Yeah, we got our live show Thursday. If we don't see you Thursday, we'll see you next Wednesday. Always on Wednesday. Yeah. We hope you guys are enjoying your day, your morning, your night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Hope you guys had a great day. How about this? I'm gonna schedule the podcast for like 6 a.m. Western time, so that way our Eastern folks can get it at 9 a.m. Eastern. I've heard your feedback on the Discord. Boom, boom, boom. They're boom, like, man, I gotta boom, wait till noon for boom, this. Boom. I gotta wait till noon. It's like, no, we'll fix that. We'll fix that real quick. Yeah. So West Coasties, this thing's gonna be out before you even wake up. Yep. East Coasties, it's gonna be up when you're waking up. Everybody wins. 
JT is going to be listening. He's going to be the first one listening now. I see you, JT, posting at 2, 3 in the Discord. Yeah, Devin caught you. <laughs> he was like, dude, that guy's up at like 3 in the morning. I was like, what? But then that also means I am up. But I am somewhere oh. always. Here we go. I am somewhere always. Okay, you guys heard it. So he's trolling the Discord. He's just not replying to you guys. That's what he said. <laughs> Something like that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's just, it's kind of overwhelming. It's a lot. Like when you got tons of notifications, it's a lot. And then you guys just bounce. It's just message after message. And, if, and then it refreshes. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm, mm, you mm. guys are talking to one, You guys are talking to each other. I'm talking to 10 of you guys at once. All right. Hold on. Give me a break. He needs a break, guys. I'll, I'll sit in the cord. I'll sit in the cord and, and troll you guys. Okay. That's it for today's episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the content. We'll be back next week with some fresh content. That's it. Peace. Peace.